Motiversity family, it's Marcus Taylor. And I want to thank you for tuning in to the Motivation Daily Podcast by Motiversity, one of the top 50 podcasts in the world. If you enjoy listening to Motiversity and this podcast, you need to download the Mindset Daily Motivation app. On it, you'll gain access to thousands of motivational speeches, including Motiversity's and mine. And now, with the new Mindset Alarm feature, you can start each day with purpose, waking up to powerful audios like this one. You may be average, you may be ordinary, but you have the opportunity every single day to make extraordinary decisions. And what you do today will determine your future. To download Mindset, just go to MindsetApp.com or search for Mindset Daily Motivation on the Apple or Google Play Store and listen to motivational speeches while getting ready for the day. Click the link to download Mindset now and get ready to transform your life. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I think you should quit chasing the paycheck and start chasing the passion. I think you should quit craving the approval of others and start defining what you are about. Even though those moments may feel challenging, like the moment is just too big, like you're not enough to handle it, that's not true. You are able to overcome that, but it's going to take effort. And you can achieve anything that you want. That fear of what people think about you, that fear of worrying what other people think, negativity, it won't matter. It won't be the main thing that holds you back. You will break through that and you can achieve anything you want. I think you should quit negativity and start having gratitude for whatever stage of life you are currently in and whatever happens to you. I think you should quit caring about what other people think and start living your version of life. I think you should quit being a watered down version of someone else when you can be the full version of who you are. The antidote to haters is confidence. 
And one of the ways we build confidence is surrounding ourselves with the right people and by having the right mentors who have already succeeded and can help us overcome negative people, mental health challenges, and any adversity that we face. Failure is necessary to be able to improve. Failure is necessary to be able to excel. If you aren't willing to fail, you are not going to succeed. If you love yourself, then you're going to get in the mirror and you're going to face the adversity, face the conflict, embrace rather than avoid challenges. And you don't give up on yourself. Do not give up on yourself. When you find yourself criticizing yourself, negatively comparing yourself to others, try to find inspiration in their successes and strengths instead of feeling threatened. If you don't become obsessed with creating your ideal life, it will slip away. You will lose sight. You can't let that happen. You need to make your life a priority. Even at your darkest time, you're destined for something greater. Let me say that again. Even at your darkest time, you're destined for something greater. Confident people know that your imperfections are what actually allow you to be confident. They will be the determining factor in your ability to feel confident and your ability to have confidence be a part of your life. It is self-compassion that gives us the power to face our failures, to face our fears, to face our insecurities to face what we don't like about ourselves and come out on top. The bottom line is the world is yours. I don't think confidence is something that you are born with. It's a skill set and I had no confidence. So confidence is something I taught myself over the years. I started becoming okay with who I am. I became the best version of me. And then I sort of said, I'm okay, you know, I'm all right. Even if someone else thinks this, I'm okay. And everyone can do that. People just don't realize it. So it made me understand that confidence truly is the key to getting ahead in life if you believe in yourself the world will believe in you because perception is reality as soon as i started doing everything that i loved there was a surge of power a surge of confidence i wasn't insecure anymore because the emotion that had the most dominance in my thought process was actually being paid attention to I, I'm really sick of being insecure. I believe I'm enough, and I believe that everything I have that I need for life to make all my dreams come true, I know it's already inside of me. It's who you are, and being comfortable with who you are, that influences other people to say, oh, okay, maybe I could do that. You can't wait for destiny. No one can be that. You can't be like, oh, destiny's gonna knock on my door one day. No, it won't. You have to be able to recognize opportunities. Um, because there'll be a lot of them that come into your life and once you recognize an opportunity you have to seize the day and work bloody hard because there'll be 25 other people who want to do it. 
because the first step is belief, right? People think that belief comes once you've done it. You won't even take the first step if you don't believe that you can accomplish it. So we lead with belief as a species. So you have to find a way to believe in it to move. So your mom is giving you an awesome challenge. Can you believe in the face of her doubt, right? And to me, when people doubt me, it's a gift. I love that because I believe in beauty and rage. And you need both. I need people to love me. I need to want beautiful things for myself and for others. I want to create something amazing. I want to help a lot of people. I also want to prove a lot of people wrong who don't think that I can do this. I want to crush the enemies that want to see me fail, that want to do anything they can to ensure that I fail. I spend 80% of my time here and I spend 20% of my time here. And the irony is, as Darth Vader will tell you, there's power in the dark side. And once you learn to balance those, then you really get something interesting. And here's another way to say it. You have to know when to love yourself and know when to hate yourself. I think it's 80-20 again. You want to spend 80% of the time loving you and being proud of who you are, no matter where you are, no matter what part of your journey you're in, really loving that you're showing up, that you're playing, maybe you're not yet satisfied with the level that you're playing, but no worries, like you're there, you're doing it, you're showing up. And then 20% of the time being wildly disappointed by yourself, being horrified by the fact that you were so lazy and so afraid of being cold that you wouldn't get out of bed. Like that's terrifying and that that's not acceptable. That's not a person that you're prepared to continue to be and that you find that so disgusting in yourself that you're gonna make an immediate change. And if you don't do that, you'll never grow. You'll spend all your time over here, you'll be pacified. Talk about being pacified by the dream. Merely having the dream. I wanna do good things for people. Have you heard a lot of people say that? Yeah, yeah people say that all day. I wanna do great things for people, I wanna help the world. In what way? Like they don't get specific, so they're pacified by the dream. So you've got this person who's really not living up to their potential, being pacified by the vision of what they could do and who they could become, but they never, to your earlier point, they never find the path to execution. So I find without kicking myself in the ass, without being deeply dissatisfied with myself, 20% of the time, because if it's more than 20% of the time, you begin to erode yourself and it gets very corrosive. You'll chip away at your own self-esteem and that's a total waste. But you do have to be willing to kick your ass. I get asked all the time, if I could go back and talk to the younger me, what would I say? And if I was gonna go back and talk to the younger me, really it would be like me talking to many of all the younger yous. It'd be like me talking to my younger son. And the number one thing that I would say is don't let anybody tell you what you can't, you won't, or you shouldn't do. Everybody will try to put a limit on you. But what I've learned is that nobody can stop you but you, and that you are going to have to break your own limit. I would encourage you not to minimize the importance of your creativity, your ability to imagine, to dream big, the human mind, this thing called your imagination. It's where so many dreams and goals and unbelievable things have been achieved. If I could sit down, I would, I would encourage you over and over again to, to find ways to spark your imagination, to create, to be a visionary. See, you were born to leave your fingerprints on history. These fingerprints, these ten fingers, they're unique to me, they're unique to you. There's only one of a kind, there's only one of you, there's only one me. 
and you can do anything that you want and you can actually get to a place if you will use your imagination and your creativity and not allow anybody to limit you and not limit yourself that you can leave these fingerprints on history and just as much as I would talk about the importance of creativity you best believe that I would emphasize education education to become educated educated to become an expert education man will be one of the most powerful tools that we have our ability to learn our ability to sit down and to grow intellectually to learn more about how the world operates because knowledge is power because truthfully the world's lazy everybody talks about what they want to do everybody talks what they want to achieve everybody posts but nobody wants to roll up their sleeves and just go We've gotten lazy and complacent. And so I need you just to understand that you need to apply yourself to take the time to be intentional, to grow, to learn, to be uncomfortable in the areas that you don't necessarily know. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Because at the end of the day, I promise you this, son, that no matter what everybody else is talking about, no matter what everybody else is thinking that they're going to do, a lot of people sit on the sideline and don't apply because they're afraid of failing. So I would challenge you to understand the importance of education. And don't let anybody ever tell you anything different. You see, because I know too well, life for many of us, man, there's challenges. We have faced adversity and circumstances and storms that we didn't ask for. Sometimes it's like we're just a, a freshman and a sophomore and we're trying to grow up in life and figure out first off who am I and, and what do I want to do with my life and, and what's my future hold and, and we have all this all the pressure of just kind of growing up in the culture and trying to fit and find our space. And then we we have things that happen to us that we didn't ask for, like serious, challenging issues of maybe abuse, mental, physical, emotional, maybe deaths in our family. Like we as young people, we didn't ask for some adversity. We didn't ask for some challenges. And it's almost like somebody puts this plate of food right in front of you, right? And they're like, this is life. This is your plate of food. This is all that you get in life. Now deal with it. And you're like, I don't like that. I don't want it. But this is all that you have to deal with because it's the real situation that you're having to figure out. Does anybody understand what I'm talking about? Raise your hand. Yeah, I mean, lots of us. And I would emphasize the importance of resiliency. The mentality that giving up never is and never will be an option. There will be all kinds of challenges and storms in life that we have to face. Things you didn't sign up for, things you didn't ask for. But life is life. And what I do know is that long as you continue to put one foot forward, that you will make it. It won't always be easy. There will be outside pressures, inside pressures, pressures all around. But the storms of life don't define us. It's how we navigate those storms. We have to continue to develop the tools. And we have to continue to be able to develop the ability. When adversity and when challenges and objects and obstacles get in our way, that's called life. There's an African proverb that reads, When there is no enemy within, the enemy outside can do you no harm.
When you refuse to allow any doubts in your own mind, then no doubts from others will ever cloud your judgment. When you create a strong mind, there can be no other that will defeat you with their words or with their judgments. When you believe in you, you need no other to believe in you. Because others really have no say in who you will become. Only you have that say. Only you can decide if others' opinions become reality or you create your own fate. The greatest challenge and the greatest obstacle any human will face is their own doubts, their own fears, and their own conditioned thoughts. If you want to live your dream, you will have to fight for it. You will have to fight the greatest battles of your life. You will have to battle the external enemy. People who don't believe in you. People who do you wrong. People who put you down. You will have to battle the intimate enemy. Those close to you who might do you wrong. Or maybe you assume don't believe in you. Those who want the best for you, but their idea of support is to remind you of what can't be done or shouldn't be attempted. But the worst of all is the internal enemy. You will have to battle what seems like an army in your own head, an army of doubt, fear of failure, fear of judgment, lack of belief. The voices inside the head saying, I am not good enough. I'm not worthy. I want to do this, but I can't. I want to give to those I love, but I can't. I'm not worthy of love. I'll never be able to do this. I am hopeless. I've tried everything. The world is against me. No one believes in me. My life's not worth living. There is no greater pain that can be inflicted on you than your own internal enemy. Your own thoughts will cause you more pain than anyone or anything. They can be likened to a terrorist living in your soul. But when you learn to control and direct your mind, you can direct that internal voice to work for you rather than against you. You get it to work for you by creating a compelling future. A future you will be proud to achieve proud to live through. You do this by not just having goals, but having meaningful goals. Goals that get you excited to wake up every morning. You do this by understanding what your purpose in life really is. What are you doing it all for? When you know these things, when you work on yourself daily, you can quiet that voice in your head. You can feel good enough because you are good enough. But it does take a commitment, a commitment of daily practice to work on yourself. Cut out something that you spend a lot of time on that does nothing good for your life and replace it with daily work on you. Empower yourself. Set your life up to win.
Confidence isn't walking into a room thinking that you're better than anyone. It's walking in knowing that you don't have to compare yourself to anyone. Comparing yourself to another person, that isn't even in your system. There's no thought of comparison. There is no competition with any other human. You are not above anyone. You are not below anyone. That's confidence. When you can get to the place in your life where comparison is dead, where you are good enough, not to others, but to yourself, that is confidence. And you can be good enough right now because you are good enough right now. You might just need to change your mindset. Confidence can be developed in many ways. You can start with your physiology, your posture. If I asked you what a confident person looked like, would you be able to tell me? Of course you would. They look strong, sure of themselves. How are they standing? They're standing tall. How are their shoulders? They are back, upright. They make eye contact. Their head is up, not down. Now a shy or introverted person might say, yeah, well, that's all good for outgoing people, but I will never be confident. Anyone can develop confidence. Some might have to work on it harder than others because they've conditioned themselves into a lack of confidence for much of their life. But anyone can develop confidence. Even the majority of shy people have moments where they aren't shy like around people they trust, maybe family, friends, or their partner. Moments where they can be themselves fully. So the shyness is selective, which means you can make confidence permanent if you consciously decide to be the person and do the things you do. Not just around those you trust the most, but all the time. Being confident doesn't mean you are loud, it isn't about being the one that has to be noticed. It's the opposite. It's knowing you're great without having to be seen. It's the silent winner. It's the humble champion. If you lack confidence, you can change. If you lack anything, you can change. You can be anything in life, including radical personality change if you are committed to finding the answers. Unlock the greatest version of yourself, your true nature of confidence, of pure positive energy. Unlock your authentic power today. Regardless of how you are feeling, the one way to overcome the feelings that hold us back, the feelings of being unmotivated, the feelings of being lazy, the feelings like we're not good enough, that we can't do that thing, is to take action. If you don't feel like studying, sit down and study. If you don't feel like working out, lace up your running shoes and go for a run. If you don't feel like eating healthy, make the decision to choose the healthier option. When we make more decisions based on the place that we want to go, we allow ourselves to train our brains to know that we are in charge, that we are the ones making the decision, that this is our life, that we're the ones calling the shots. So if you don't feel like doing something, just do it. Just go. When you feel like giving up, 
When you feel like everything is against you, when you feel like the situation is going to get worse and you're nervous and you're scared and you're worried, you have to remember not only who you are, but what species that you are a part of. You're a part of the human race. We have sent people to space. We have created technologies that allow us to talk to people from across the globe. We have cured some of the most potent diseases on the face of the planet. We have created peace. We have come together. We have started movements. We have supported each other through the toughest times in history. We have shown humanity that we can actually fight for something bigger than ourselves. That we can act for things that are outside of who we are. We have shown the world that we can come together for a common good, that we can come together and strive towards achieving a common goal. We are built for challenge. We are built for uncertainty. We are built for tough times. We are made for adversity and we are more powerful together than any enemy we will ever face. We are bigger than this. We will get through this. We are stronger than this as long as we play our part. You can either be a part of the problem or a part of the solution. You will either help the situation, not only your situation, but the situation of the people in your life and the people on this planet, or you won't. So quiet the fear, quiet the worry, quiet the anxiety, quiet the stress, quiet the frustration, quiet that voice in your mind that tells you that you can't, that you can't get through this, that things will get worse, that maybe you're just not strong enough. Quiet that voice, quiet the doubt. Don't let the thoughts that you can't handle this take up any access space in your mind. Quiet those voices and raise the volume on hope. Raise the volume on courage. Raise the volume on progress. That is what we are made for. We are built for progress. We are made to move forward. No matter what happens to us, we are designed and will always find a way to move forward. We always find a way to define the odds as daunting as they may seem. We are built to weather the storms that life throws at us. That is what we are made for and we can get through this. We will get through this. We can win and we will win together. Even at your darkest time, you're destined for something greater. Let me say that again. Even at your darkest time, you're destined for something greater. I was a mixed-race child growing up in a predominantly white town, raised by two white adopted parents. And by age 16, we had a falling out and I was removed from the family home. I was homeless and broken. I was then brought to a small town where I was mistaken for the other mixed-race child at my public school. The teachers would call me by his name each and every day, and I never corrected them. How can a sixth grader believe that there's greatness within them when they're not even being called by their own name? I remember being called for the first time on the playground at school, and I was confused as to why the other students were expecting me to fight him. It wasn't until I went home crying that day that I learned that I was different from every other kid at school and my brother, and the parents explaining this all to me. It wasn't until I asked when my adopted brother's skin color was going to darken like mine that I realized that I didn't fit into this life that was laid out before me, that I was just blending in. This led to years of confusion and frustration. I began asking questions that always came back with the same answer, 
Malcolm, we will tell you when you're older. I had to wait to find out these intense details about my own past. But that talk never came. Because by age 16, I was sitting on the cold curb in the middle of January with $15 in my bank account. And this letter from the Orangeville Police Service stating that I'm not welcome on or near the property of my parents' house. And I've carried that with me, both physically and emotionally. I was at my darkest time. I cried until I found myself on the gym roof of my public school, staring at the playground beneath me with a sense of calm. I remember the feel of the steel edge beneath my feet, slippery from the snow. I stood up there hoping someone would notice and call the police, not because I wanted to be stopped, but because I wanted someone to care. I was at my darkest time. But that was the thought that also made me take a step backwards towards safety. That I'm not broken. The people who don't fit in are the people who stand out. The belief that even then, at my darkest time, that I was going to have a lasting impact on the world and not the pavement beneath me. Because I was once told, they say your life flashes before your eyes, make it worth watching. And I didn't like what I watched during my time spent on that gym roof. I healed my mind. I became comfortable with being different. My friend's family took me off the street to watch me succeed. I now have a place to go home to during the holidays, and there are presents under the tree with my name on it at Christmas time. I have gone on to post-secondary school where I captained Durham College's men's first rugby team to an OCAA gold medal. I have earned numerous rugby and academic achievements, and I have more extended family than I can begin to count. Four years ago, the family that took me in sat me down and walked me through the process of getting my adoption paperwork. Last year, it came in. Four files this thick about my true identity from birth to age six. I was calm. I was calm because I was happy with who I was, and I didn't need a file to tell me that. The past doesn't define me, I define me. And if there's one thing I'd ask you to take away from my speech, it's the belief that everyone, even at their darkest times, is destined for something greater. Because I conquered mine, and it saved my life. If you are going to win the fight for your future, then you are going to have to master self-compassion. I don't think we really understand the power of self-compassion. We all understand that compassion is a characteristic and a distinctive that, that really causes us to recognize the urgency to assist when someone is in need. Compassion motivates us to get involved. When we see somebody that is facing adversity, conflict, hardship, it, it makes us sensitive to what others are going through. This is what compassion does. It, it makes us care at such a profound level that we are filled with an overwhelming desire to make a difference. I mean, this is the power of compassion. Compassion is one of the bridges to the future. Compassion is a part of the recipe for breakthrough. If you want to experience breakthrough relationally, socially, 
even politically, you're going to need compassion. We know this. Compassion makes us accept responsibility that we never thought we could handle. Compassion makes us better people than we could have ever dreamed we'd be. Uh, it makes us exist at our highest level. Compassion causes us to get creative on behalf of others. When they are facing giants, when they are facing adversity, this is what compassion does. And I'm gonna tell you this, it's easy to be compassionate on others. It's easy to believe for others. It's easy to pump somebody else up. It's easy to listen to a motivational video that says, be great, work harder, don't give up, you can do it. Wake up early, go to bed late. You know, remember your why, never sleep in, greatness is upon you, do your best. You know, it's easy for us to listen to this, but there's a disconnect with, with receiving the information and then applying the information. So our application muscle is off, and the reason why it's off is because the self-compassion is non-existent. Or it's so low that we are only motivated for a week or a day or a moment. But if you want the future, if you want to win the fight for the future, if you want it all, you want to fulfill destiny, then you're going to need self-compassion. You got to treat yourself with the exact same kindness, care, and concern that you have for your best friend. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.